Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, your hosts, I'm Michael Ramirez, along with my boy, Jacob Wallraven. What's goody, baby? Hey, hey, hey. How do I sound? Do I sound all right? Uh, you sound using a new mic, you know? Yes, sir. I love it. The new mic is in full effect for Jacob. Um, hey, but first preseason match um, already finished for Tottenham oh, Hotspur. Yeah. 1-1 draw with Leighton Orient. Not, you know, not the best result, but... I thought there were some positives to take away. A lot of youth that played against Orient this past weekend, yesterday. Um, who really impressed you, in your opinion? Two um, players that impressed you the most. I would say the two players that impressed me the most that I was really thinking to myself, I need to look up these guys and figure out how to say their name, is uh, number 27, who was at the right back, and then also number 28, who was at the left back. Now, I'm going to pronounce their names, but please bear with me. Callum Cisse? Kese, I'm not sure. And then number 27, Maxim Pascozzi. I thought 27 would be my number one choice of who stood out to me. Um, to be honest, I expect great things from Dane Scarlett, so I'm not going to use him as my standout guy just for that reason because I feel like I feel like he's a star boy. You know what I mean? He's His numbers yep. appears to be number 77, which if – you ever played FIFA with me? You know that's my player's number, so <laughs> I got to rock with the sevens. Hey, he was our goal scorer. Like we said, uh, a 1-1 draw with Leighton Orient, um, a very, very good cause for the Justin Edinburgh Foundation, former Spurs player who tragically passed away. Um, but, yeah, Dane Scarlett, our lone goal scorer of the match. Obviously, he's super young, 19 years old, I believe, or 17, excuse me, 17 mm. years old, Dane Scarlett. He's a dog, man. It was a good hey. finish, too. It was a nice touch, one-touch pass um, uh, on the counter. Lucas Mora passing it to Dane Scarlett, and he had a nice finish with his left foot, bro. That was what impressed me the most. Weak foot. You know, I thought, and I thought he had a really, really composed finish. It was nice. It was uh, left side of the box, across the face of goal, into the back corner. It was nice, man. Low-driven shot. He did play like he wasn't 17 years old. You no, know what I mean? He had complete not. composure in front of goal. He was very aggressive going for balls. I felt like he was running all over the place. I was highly impressed with Dane Scarlett. I mean, I, th I don't think we can talk highly enough about this young man. Um, so was Mourinho this past weekend. Did you see that? The quotes that Mourinho said, how he's going to be a really special talent for Tottenham and England. I mean... Ooh. Look, Ooh, I, mean, I, I may not like Jose Mourinho one. anymore, but, you know, he is a decent, you know, he's, he's got a reputation for, for uh, identifying talent. And, you know, it's, it's not every day that you get Jose Mourinho singing your praises as a 17 year old. You know what I mean? Hey, if I was 17 getting Jose Mourinho praises, I'd be going crazy. I, yeah, oh I my. would too. That's insane. Uh, but yeah, man, for me, uh, young midfielder, Niall John. And, uh, yeah, I got to go with Dane Scarlett, man. Those are the two that impressed me the most. Niall John, Mr. Niall John impressed me the most, man, honestly. Um, he was playing in the midfield. He's a young lad, only 18 years old. I believe he plays for the U23s right now um, in the Spurs Academy. He had some nice passes, or excuse me, passes throughout the match. He, uh, he was driving down the middle of the pitch as well at some points. Like, he, he was making things happen in the middle of that area. And for me, besides Dane Scarlett, he was the one who really impressed me the most. Um, Lucas Mora had a cheeky performance as well. He, he looked, he just, his talent and his class just looked above everyone else when he started dribbling down the middle of the pitch and he would kind of dance around all of the Orient midfielders. It was, 
it was so fun to watch, man. Honestly, Lucas Moore impressed me too. He had a good game. You got to give it more definitely showed uh, why he still belongs on this squad, in my opinion. And I think Harry Wink showed uh, why he does not belong on this squad. Um, I'm just going to first jump off with that. Um, I thought Eric Dyer, Eric Dyer looked championship football level and Harry Winks looked, I'd say, uh, in the same orient level yeah I, I told you during the game i think we should just left him behind and say hey give us <laughs> give us 15 for him that's just my yeah, personal if they opinion. could have, if they could afford him, man oh my god that would have been so funny um i'm a huge it, Stephen it was Birdvine un- guy so real it quick, was unfortunate I, say I expected more out of that guy yeah it was unfortunate um to to see him not really shine too much i thought he had a he had a chance to really show how much talent he really does have against obviously talent and opponents that are, are much less talented than him. And um, he did, honestly, he didn't show it too much for me, man. I agree with you. I was very disappointed in Bergvine's play. I was a little let down from Deli Alley, but he did play like seven different positions during the game. At one point he was hot. He was hopping in at left back in the second half. And I was just like, bro, I, this is just what happens, I guess, when you have a whole bunch of youth players and you're trying to see who, uh, who's worthy and who's not, you know what I mean? Like I mean, he was making Delhi, things happen for, for the rest of the team. Wasn't like the star power performance that, you know, we would all want to see, but it was all right. He looked a little rusty. I would say for me anyway, um, I felt like Deli Alley left a lot to be um, desired. desired. Yeah. I, but I will say that he was playing all over the place and that's just fun. I think he was just out there having a good time. Which hey, I'm all for it. You gotta love the game before you can play a game. And um I guess to that to that same effect, I my personal opinion, Stephen Bergvine looked kind of weird in number twelve. So I think if you don't look good, you don't feel good, I don't think you're gonna play good. And I just think this man, uh, at the end of the day, wasn't looking good, didn't play good, and uh that's all she wrote. But yeah, I, did, I was highly disappointed with Steven Bergvine. I would say Delhi did better for me than what Bergvine's performance did. Um, but again, Dane Scarlett's my man of the match. What about you? Dane Scarlett for sure, man. Um, I did want to bring up real quick. It was unfortunate. Um, there were apparently some rumors and reports going around that Harry Winks got spat on before the match um, as they were walking out onto the pitch. So like, obviously we can joke around and say that you know, he's he's low-key ass, but come on, man. These fans are getting fucking ridiculous, honestly. First Bro. Wembley, now this. Like, the fans are embarrassing for that Euro final. Everyone breaking in and shit and cocaine being snorted on the streets in front of children. And now this. It's just ridiculous, man. Fans are getting fucking out of pocket recently. I do think there needs to be someone holding these people accountable. Um I've seen a lot of different things proposed, especially after the Euro finals and all those problems that came with that. But so many honestly, people got in for free, bro. Got in where for free? In the Euro final. They just like Apparently. broke it, they busted up yeah. in there or what? Yeah. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Embarrassing. And they want to host a World Cup in 10 years. Absolutely. Hey, not. Dallas World Cup 2026. 2026. Let's go. Um, but yeah, so my last thoughts on the game, I guess I didn't know a lot of those people who came in the second half. Yeah. All the youth. Right. And they obviously gave up the goal. I, I obviously knew Troy Parrott and Jack Clark, 
Jack Clark, who had a really good Alfie Devine, my boy, sixteen-year-old Alfie, Alfie Devine. Hey, I did like the the goalkeeper though too. Fuck Joe. Yes, Hart. um, Alfie uh Alfie Whiteman. Yeah, I thought he he showed some composure. He looked pretty mature up there. I think he uh, you know, just needs to get a little older. The little man stronger. bun, bro. The man hey. bun. Hey, who? Who? You got to rep the set sometimes. Shout out Alfie Devine's uh, or not Alfie Devine, um, Alfie Whiteman's man bun. Loved it. I am. I'm here for all the Alfies. Um, for real. Yeah, I thought I thought he was, you know, all right. I liked it. Uh, I liked also seeing Cameron Carter Vickers out there. I'm just a, I'm just a fan as of a, the guy. He's, a, he's as, a big a, man. as an American. As an American, and he's a big, he's a big lad. And if you're a big lad, you get the love from a big man like me. Which I, I respect it, but we need to fucking sell his ass. Rip. Major rip. rip. Hey, Nuno's first match in charge before we wrap up some talk. What did you make of, uh, you know, the tactics and the formations? We saw a 4-1-4-1 and a 4-2-3-1. We didn't see a three at the back. And apparently, according to reports at The Athletic, um, they're saying that Nuno is going to stick with the back four and not revert to a back three like his Wolves days. They, they want him to play a little bit more attacking. They say, apparently, that Nuno wants the fullbacks to be more defensive-minded to have the attacking players push further up the pitch. And I'm not against it, but you do have guys like Sergio Reguilon, obviously. You know, Reggie's going to get up there. Aurier, if he goes, it'll be Doughboy, or if we sign another right back, they'll be starting at right back. And if it's Doughboy, he likes to get further up the pitch. So, I don't know. We're going to need to sign players that fit this mold, though. Give me we Pascazzi. need to back Nuno. I mean, Pascazzi, I, I need pace. I think if I think Reggion brings that, so I think Reggion will be fine. Um, but in my opinion, I've oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of this just because you have attacking players for a reason, you have defending players for a reason. You don't, I mean, it's good if you can have hybrids of both, right? Harry Kane defending, I mean, he probably saved three goals last season, so. I don't know. For me, I like it. I think if Nuno can bring some kind of great defensive mindset, it's our defense, bro. We've been saying it for how many episodes now? Yep. We need some signings. We need someone to step up on defense. And what we have on defense right now is enough to hold Leighton Orient to one goal. Yep. I mean, I don't think. I mean, it's it's just not good enough. We uh, we were joking uh, like during the game and before, like, oh, God. Here's Dyer. Here's uh, you know the here's Wings. Capitano Dyer. Yeah, not not a good look, man. At least in my opinion. Um, speaking of signings, we are looking at Takehiro Tomiyasu from Bologna in Italy. Um, a center back slash right back hybrid can play both positions. Um, he's it's looking like he's going to likely be our first signing of the summer. It's obviously a center back. Good. Obviously, we're addressing that position first. I need something else. Mm. I'm not going to be satisfied with just this signing. I need someone no. else. But a I'm happy because they're addressing. I, I need a either a world class center back or a very good starting center back this summer. And we need to get rid of Sanchez. Apparently, we're looking at Jules Kunde from Sevilla. And we, we offered 20 mil plus 
Davinson Sanchez. He said no because he's waiting on Real Madrid to see if they want to sign him. And if not, apparently to Ali Gold, the boy, the legend. Apparently, if Real Madrid say no, Tottenham would come into the picture. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's a, that's a big hope. And if that does happen, that's exactly the kind of signing that we've been screaming for on this pod. And I think that a lot of other people have been clamoring for. Um, I, I don't have much optimism that it's going to happen because, I mean, I saw something on his Instagram story. It's like I could start so much shit with just one text. And it was kind of like seemed like he was referring to just dogging on us. But anyway, I if we sign him, I'll be super excited because I think that's a quality, uh, a quality center half player. He's got a lot of strength, confidence. And um, I mean, we we know that we need a defensive help. You sign a guy like Kunde, I think that that helps Tommy Asu, I think that that's. Another great addition. Hell, if anyone will take Davison Sanchez for their center back, I'll take it too. For real. Um, I think they can take Dyer as well. I'd like to see some sales, bro. We got to get that yeah, Deadwood out of here. We got, we got to get rid of the Deadwood. That's uh, I was going to bring up that neck, my next point. There was too much Deadwood out there in our new home kit. They got no business wearing that home kit. They're not going to be a part of this team this season. You know what Think I mean? About- why are there not more the... players out of the why are, why is there not at least one player out of this club? You know what I mean? Gotta get you gotta get rid of the deadwood, man. Think Got about to. this. The first person to captain in the new hundred year anniversary home kit is Eric Dyer. Eric fucking Dyer. That's that was your first captain. I mean Honestly, like, why not give it to Lucas or Deli or yeah, fucking Joe Hart? I mean, he's the nah, keeper. What did you think about the new home kit, though? Um, I'm a fan of, uh, uh, of it on the players. Uh, I don't think that folks like myself and uh, other larger men are gonna look particularly well in just like a white tee that form fits. But I think it looks clean. I uh, like the really clean look. Um, I would have liked to see them use that that logo that they have on the back of it, on the back collar part. I would have liked to see that like incorporated somewhere actually visible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So here's my take on it. I like it. I do. I like it. I think it's a solid kit. I think it's clean. It's simple. And it does the job. However, I would not spend like $140 on it right now. It's not something that I'm like willing to buy as soon as it comes out. It's too simple for me in order for like for me to actually do that. Mm-hmm. Like last year's kit, I thought it was pretty cool when it first came out and I actually saw it on the players and you know, it grew on me. I had to cop. I I don't feel like I don't feel that way. Maybe I will in a few weeks. I don't know. You know, I'm a big Tottenham fan obviously, so you could be seeing me wear it in the next few pods, you know what I mean? But right now, it's simple. It's clean. Not for me to purchase for, for that much money right now. A slang in my white tee, a bang in my white tee. Deli looked you know good I mean? in the white tee, though. I like Deli. Deli's hair. Yeah, he looked good. Deli looked good in the new kit. The players looked very good in the new kit. I no, agree. That's what I, I agree. It looks very good from, like, a spectator. I, I probably Optics. won't. 
I definitely won't buy it to, if I'm being honest. I've yeah. seen rumors about what the next couple of uh, <clears throat> like what I think is going to be our next away and third kit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always rumors and footy headlines going around about it, right? But for me, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. If it, I'll probably end up getting one of the two either way. I'm probably going to get one. I'm going to get one of either the home away or third kit. I will, but we'll wait and see. I gotta, I gotta wait for the others to actually come out. I need to see it on my on my man, young man. I need yep. to see it on him. Once I see it on him, that'll make my mind up. Yeah, you, know, you know who the home kit looked really good in? Jaffet, Tanganga. Oh yeah, Jaffet's a clean on Jaffet. One of our through. own. One of our own. I, I hope he stays healthy there. this season, man, because he needs to get some minutes. Uh, and I need to see honestly. I need to see some minutes from him at center back. I want him as a center. He wants to be a center back. Mourinho liked him at right back, bro. I want him at center back. I want him to be that big motherfucker in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, you're just not gonna get he's past strong. him. He's just and so he's fast. Massive. But he's and he is fast. He does got he that's has why pace. Jose that's wanted saying. him to be on the right side. Is that I he's know. got pace and he's got very he good can play like everywhere though field. on the back line. That's the good thing about Tanganga. I love Tanganga. I what love do you him. think about this? Move him to a center defensive mid and let him fucking play along Hoybier. No, because we got Oliver Skip coming up, bro. The stars are aligning. I'm telling you, within these next few seasons, the stars are aligning of the talent that's coming up, That the quality talent that's coming up out of the academy. I'm not talking about no Harry Winks or Tom Carroll or fucking Jack Rolls. I'm talking about motherfucking uh, Oliver Skip. You have Dane Scarlett coming up soon-ish. You have Tanganga in the back possibly an Alfie divine depending on how his development goes um and you have sesenyon coming back he's only 20 what 23 now he's fucking young dude mm-hmm. i'm telling you the stars will start to align on our youth and our talented youth that's actually going to make an impact on the first team i'm just saying i'm just saying it now you're going to come back to to season two episode two of the united spurs of america podcast you're going to be like, hey, he called it. He called I mean, this it. Is the, the youth this movement's is the coming. Episode. I'm not saying it's going to be here this year. I think Skip's going to have a good year as a, a rotational piece, a good youth, youthful rotational piece that will get heavy minutes in the Europa Conference League. Dane Scarlett's going to get minutes in the Europa Conference League. Jack Clark's going to get minutes in the Europa Conference League. Alfie Devine, I'm sure, is too. And Tanganga. I'm telling you, man, the youth coming up, it's looking good. I do not disagree with anything that you just said, other than the fact I'd like to see some of these guys get Premier League minutes. I mean, the guys that we have in front of them haven't done anything better. And I think this all just goes back to what we've been talking about, right? We need some signings. We need something other than what we've got, right? I need a massive motherfucker in the middle of the pitch at center back. That's what I need to see this season. You know what I need? I need that massive ass Adama Traore because it's not happening, man. Bro, imagine him in that kit. Shit, come on, it's man. It's not happening. You know, I know. You know, I know it's not going to happen. But hey, that's what we got FIFA for, right? Yep, that's what we got FIFA for. Speaking of FIFA, Sonny, one of the, what do you, what would you call him, like brand ambassadors of the new like hyper technology in FIFA 22. He was in the new trailer for that. Long Dong um, Daddy is what I'd refer to him as. Yeah, yeah. Hyun Min Dad. 
Hyungmin, <laughs> my father. Hyungmin, my 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 dad. My no, dad. he's like he's actually my father. If you scroll through his Instagram comments, you'll find that you there's are a my person father. who always comments, "You are my father. You are actually my father. You're my father." Those are the three <laughs> things that I, I frequently comment. I, I love me some Hyungmin son, and the I fact that he might be signing son. a contract extension. That's enough. Might to be keep. announced soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if Kane stays this summer, I'm getting a Kane kit because I got Son and Bale last year. I need a Kane kit. Speaking and of then, Bale, you wanna you wanna you wanna uh, let everyone in? Yeah, I'll everyone let everyone who's in. already not in. Gareth Bale confirmed by Nuno not coming back to Tottenham Hotspur this season. He'll be staying at Real Madrid or awaiting on Real Madrid's decision on his future. If they want to like loan him out or sell him or something this summer, but it's unfortunate, man. I loved seeing Bale play in a Spurs kit again. It was so fun. And when he, he actually got minutes, moments. he did. Yeah, he had some great he had moments. Some great he literally moments. won us European football of some sort by scoring twice against Leicester on the on the final day of the season. What a legend, he, man. He had some cock rockets, man. He did. And I, I'm gonna miss waking up and telling my wife, guess who's starting? cock rockets incoming you know it's just you can always say that with harry kane but but you know yeah i was about to say you know what will get me even more erect though is when i see harold kane and hyunmin son starting on the same uh team sheet that's what i need i need them hugging after a beautiful goal i'm gonna get a big ass poster of them two hugging i'm gonna put it in the studio i need to get some time posters too for my new setup when I move. But uh, to wrap it up, Kane is going on holiday after finishing up at the Euros. What is the best Harry Kane finish, in your opinion, that you've seen? I would say the two best finishes from Harry Kane are those beautiful children he's made. Okay. Um, Wait, no, I guess that's top three finishes. His fourth best finish... I mean, are we talking ones that we've seen live or like through the years? Through the years. Any cane finish that you've seen that is, the, think, in your opinion, the best finish? I think the the fuck it mask off cane goal is number one for me. It was beautiful. Against Arsenal, White Hart Lane. He just, the joy on his face running, ripping that mask off. Um, I was, I'll say either that one, the goal um during lockdown against crystal palace last year that was ridiculous where he hit it one time and he curled it literally into the back corner against crystal palace i'll never forget watching it at work i'm gonna have to go back and watch that because i definitely you don't remember that that? bro honestly that time was such a blur for me because right whenever it was project restart my son was born that's true. And yeah. I was all up in and out of the hospital dealing with uh, family stuff. So it yeah. was all a blur to me. I remember tying Bournemouth, right? I think yep. we tied Bournemouth. And I was like, oh my God. I remember that. That was a shit day. So I would say either the Arsenal goal, 15 16, um, Palace, 19 20, or um, there's also the one against Leicester at lockdown in the 1920 season where he curled it in kind of oh, the same yeah, angle as the beautiful. Arsenal one. Yeah, that was um, beautiful. Or I think that's my next one. 
uh, his second goal against, or was it his second or first? It was the goal from outside of the box to beat Courtois on New Year's Day in the 14-15 season. It was New Year's Day 2015. Okay. That was one of the, and the White, White Hart Lane went crazy. We beat Chelsea 5-3 that day. Beat Mourinho, beat Diego Costa, beat all of those motherfuckers. I, I love Harry Kane, man. That, those are my, my three favorite finishes. He's just so good. So, so good. I love him, and I hope he stays here forever. Any final thoughts, my friend? I think you beautifully wrapped it up in a Harry Kane little bow. I love that. I love Harry Kane. I love Harry Kane, too. I will tell you, um, I underestimated Harry Kane at in my wee years. You know, I didn't appreciate everything he does, but honestly without harry kane like we would be really not oh bro we'd be shit dude so yeah no my final thoughts are please harry kane return hopefully he's playing for us against man city and not playing for man city against us um i'd like to hopefully let's we got another preseason game coming up i love it i'll tell you the feeling of watching fucking spurs football bro it's it's more energizing than fucking coffee in the mornings. You know what I'm saying? It's just it like too. it's just a it. beautiful feeling, and I think that that's something. Hey, maybe we haven't signed the best players we want. Maybe we haven't sold the players that cough Harry Winks, that cough Eric Dyer, cough. Uh, I can keep going, but you know, just the feeling of watching Tottenham Hotspur football again, regardless our opponent, you can only beat who's in front of you. But hey, I'm enjoying watching the youth. I'm enjoying watching who we've already had. So let's just keep it going, baby. We officially begin. It has we begun. Do. And we you can't tell me begun. that we're not going to win the motherfucking league, bro. You can't tell me we're not going to win the league. We're right? on track to win it as of right now, along with every other team, to be fair. Hey, we're tied Next for match first place right now. Against Colchester, Wednesday, July 21st at 2.45 Eastern time. So a little Let's a go. cheeky little uh, 1245 kickoff for Jacob Walraven. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. But yeah, man, it's gonna be exciting. I'm uh I'm excited about it too. I'm uh, and I really appreciate the fact that they're, that they're live streaming the games on there. I mean, I know that they should the, just throw it on YouTube, man. I don't know why it's being why they have to do it on their. I mean, I get why they do it on their own website. We know, but they should just throw it on YouTube. I mean, it's a lot, of, it's a lot more user. Low-hanging fruit and missed opportunities. You can't have that. Thank you so Um, much for listening to another edition of the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, please follow us on Spotify, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're interested in joining our Patreon, please consider supporting us. Any amount would be greatly, greatly appreciated. We are looking for more people to engage with us on social media. Y'all have been smashing the likes and replies as well. We appreciate all the love and support. Um, If you have any questions that you'd like for us to answer on the podcast, um, or anything you'd like for us to talk about as well that you'd like to hear our opinions about, just let us know. Um, and we'll make it happen, man. We'll make it happen. Oh, My boy Jacob Wallraven, as always, it's been yes, a sir. pleasure. We'll see y'all after the Wednesday match against Colchester. I'm Michael Ramirez. Have a good one and come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>